Section 50 of The Golden Gems of Life. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. The Golden Gems of Life by Emery Adams Allen and S.C. Ferguson section fifty irritability few characteristics are more unfortunate in their effects on the character of their possessor than irritability few more repulsive and annoying to those with whom circumstances bring him in contact irritable people are always unjust always exacting always dissatisfied they claim everything of others yet receive their best efforts with petulance and disdain this habit has an unfortunate tendency of growth until it renders a person wholly incapable of conferring happiness upon others as the morning fog renders the most familiar objects uncouth in appearance so it distorts the imagination and disorders the mental faculties so that truth cannot be distinguished from falsehood or friendship from enmity it is one great spring source of envy and discontent poisoning the fountain of life it is a moral upas tree scattering rain and desolation on every side its origin is not difficult to trace activity and energy are its correctives those who habitually occupy their minds about things serviceable to others and to themselves are seldom peevish or irritable but those whose powers are enervated by inertia whose mental pablum is fiction generated in a disordered fancy become misanthropic or grumblers and speedily give way to incessant fault-finding as annoying as it is unjust did irritable people know or could they feel the effect of their conduct upon others they would doubtless seek to refrain from the habit but the possessor of such a turn of mind is as selfish as he is unjust and cares for no one but himself for others he cares nothing while he claims the greatest deference for himself he will not defer to the wishes of others in the slightest degree the personal sin of fretting is almost as extensive as any other evil and if not universal it is at least very general it is as vain and useless a habit as any one can harbor it is a direct violation of the law of god and its direful effects are fearful to contemplate nothing so warps a man's nature sours his disposition and sooner or later breaks up the friendly relationship of the domestic circle it is sinful in the beginning sinful in its progress and disastrous in its results 
such a spirit in the family in the school or church is sure to become contagious and result in great injury a fretting irritable disposition will not fail of finding frequent opportunities for indulgence it is not particular as to time place or cause occasions literally multiply as the habit increases in strength nothing seems to go right with its possessor instead of conquering circumstances they control and conquer him fretting weakens one's self-respect dissipates the regards of others and breaks us under the bonds of affection if a scolder should through deception and ignorance of his true character be for a time loved still the canker is there the mind is sapped and sooner or later the affections will be sundered such a habit too frequently indulged in has drawn the best of husbands into dissipation rendered the most affectionate of wives miserable and estranged members of the same family circle it ruins all the relationships of life it is a most pernicious disposition a dreadful inheritance it is ever the disposition of human nature to pattern more easily after the evils by which we are surrounded than the good there is also an unfortunate disposition on our part to criticize the faults of those around us which displease us did we always do this in a spirit of true kindness it were well but a confirmed grumbler is at heart so thoroughly selfish that the spirit of charity is utterly foreign to its complaints instead of earnest endeavor to discover and pattern after the perfection of those by whom they are surrounded they seem bent only on learning the faults of others and to take positive pleasure in making them public such a spirit only displays our own weakness it shows to all keen observers that we have not patience enough to bear with our neighbor's weakness it defeats our own ends and instead of exposing the faults of our neighbors serves only to call attention to our own irritable peevish unlovable disposition it is an unfailing sign of moral weakness to be constantly giving way to fitful outbreaks of ill temper fools lunarians the weak-minded and the ignorant are irascible impatient and possess an ungovernable disposition great hearts and wise are calm forgiving and serene to hear one perpetual round of complaint and murmuring to have every pleasant thought scared away by the evil spirit is a sore trial it is like the sting of a scorpion a perpetual nettle destroying your peace rendering life a burden its influence is deadly and the purest and sweetest atmosphere 
is contaminated into a deadly miasma wherever this evil genius prevails it has been truly said that while we ought not to let the bad temper of others influence us it would be as reasonable to spread a blister upon the skin and not expect it to draw as to think of family not suffering because of the bad temper of any of its inmates one string out of tune will destroy the music of an instrument otherwise perfect so if all the members of a family do not cultivate a kind of affectionate disposition there will be discord and every evil work to say the least such a disposition is a most unfortunate one it bespeaks littleness of soul and ignorance of mankind it is far wiser to take the more charitable view of our fellow men life takes its hue in a great degree from the color of our own minds if we are frank and generous the world treats us kindly if on the contrary we are suspicious men learn to be cold and cautious towards us let a person get the reputation of being touchy and everybody is under more or less restraint in his or her presence the people who fire up easily miss a deal of happiness their jaundiced tempers destroy their own comfort as well as that of their friends they always have some fancied slight to brood over the sunny serene moments of less selfish dispositions never visit them true wisdom inculates the necessity of self-control in all instances much may be affected by cultivation we should learn to command our feelings and act prudently in all the ordinary concerns of life this will better prepare us to meet sudden emergencies with calmness and fortitude end of section 50 recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver bc